Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, we're about to continue uh, the second chapter dealing with this prophetic individual known as Balaam. Balaam was not Jewish, but he was descended from Abraham. He was called on by the Midianites and the Moabites to curse Israel. And so after going through a very strange encounter with an angel that is a donkey perceived and uh, kept him from certain death, Balaam was told to go and to respond according to whatever the word of the Lord was and not to say anything different than what the Lord gave him. So in this chapter, we get the first two of Balaam's prophecies, and they are legitimate prophecies from the Lord, even though Balaam is not Jewish. Apparently, he was able to hear and perceive directly from Yahweh. And so listen as we read now, Numbers chapter 23. Balaam said, build me seven altars here and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me. Balak did as Balaam said, and the two of them offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Then Balaam said to Balak, stay here beside your offering while I go aside. Perhaps the Lord will come to meet with me. Whatever he reveals to me, I will tell you. Then he went off to a barren height. God met with him, and Balaam said, I have prepared seven altars, and on each altar I have offered a bull and a ram. The Lord put a word in Balaam's mouth and said, Go back to Balak and give him this word. So he went back to him and found him standing beside his offering with all of the Moabite officials. Then Balaam spoke this message. Balak brought me from Aram, the king of Moab, from the eastern mountains. Come, he said, curse Jacob for me. Come, denounce Israel. How can I curse those who God has not cursed? How can I denounce those whom the Lord has not denounced? From the rocky peaks I see them. From the heights I view them. I see a people who live apart and do not consider themselves one of the nations. Who can count the dust of Jacob or number even a fourth of Israel? Let me die the death of the righteous, and may my final end be like theirs. Balak said to Balaam, What have you done to me? I brought you to curse my enemies, but you have done nothing but bless them. Balaam answered, Must I not speak what the Lord puts in my mouth? Then Balak said to him, Come with me to another place where you can see them. You will not see them all, but only the outskirts of their camp. And from there, curse them for me. So he took him to the field of Zophim on the top of Pisgah. And there he built seven altars and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Balaam said to Balak, Stay here beside your offering while I go meet with him over there. The Lord met with Balaam and put a word in his mouth and said, Go back to Balak and give him this word. So he went to him and found him standing beside his offering with the Moabite officials. Balak asked him, What did the Lord say? Then he spoke his message. Arise, Balak, and listen. Hear me, son of Zippor. God is not human that he should lie, nor a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? I have received a command to bless, and he has blessed, and I cannot change it. No misfortune is seen in Jacob, no misery observed in Israel. 
The Lord their God is with them. The shout of a king is among them. God brought them out of Egypt. They have the strength of a wild ox. There is no divination against Jacob, no evil omens against Israel. It will now be said of Jacob and of Israel, See what God has done. The people rise like a lioness. They rouse themselves like a lion that does not rest until it devours its prey and drinks the blood of its victims. Then Balak said to Balaam, Neither curse them at all nor bless them at all. Balaam answered, Did I not tell you I must do whatever the Lord says? Then Balak said to Balaam, Come, let me take you to another place. Perhaps it will please God to let you curse them for me from there. And Balak took Balaam to the top of Peor, overlooking the wasteland. Balaam said, Build me seven altars here, and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me. Balak did as Balaam had said, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. And so we stop there. It's about to cycle again through another section of prophetic words. But three times altars were built, seven altars were built, three times offerings were made, and two times in this chapter prophecies were given. So Balaam's first prophecy concerning Israel starts in verse 7. Balak brought me from Aram, the king of Moab, from the eastern mountains. Come, he said, curse Jacob for me. Come, denounce Israel. How can I curse those who God has not cursed? How can I denounce those who the Lord has not denounced? From the rocky peaks I see them, from the heights I view them, I see a people who live apart and do not consider themselves one of the nations. That's an interesting prophetic word, by the way, that they don't consider themselves one of the nations. They were uniquely chosen by God to spread the knowledge of the one true God in the earth. And so among all the people groups on the planet, uh, they were chosen specifically for that. They were set aside as a, a holy priesthood, a nation of priests. Continuing the prophecy in verse 10, Who can count the dust of Jacob? or number even a fourth of Israel, let me die the death of the righteous, and may my final end be like theirs. And that sentence sounds more like a a wish prayer of Balaam's than a prophetic word. Let me die the death of the righteous, and may my final end be like theirs. But whatever the case, this upset King Balak, who was paying for a curse, and uh, he fussed at Balaam and said, what have you done? You, You haven't done anything but bless them. I told you to curse them. And uh, Balak responded with um, the first of many similar replies. He said, must I not speak what the Lord puts in my mouth? In other words, under threat of death, God had told him, you say only what I give you or the angel of the Lord's going to kill you. And so Balaam didn't vary. His second oracle begins in verse 18. He spoke this message and, and it starts with these words, arise, Balak, and listen, hear me, son of Zippor. God is not human that he should lie, nor a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? I have received a command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot change it. No misfortune is seen in Jacob, no misery observed in Israel. The Lord their God is with them. The shout of a king is among them. That reference to the shout of a king is among them, many believe, is um, a messianic reference. 
referring to the, at that point, future Messiah who had come. But the king, the Messiah who would come, was in the loins of Israel, in the tribe of Judah at this point. The Lord their God is with them. The shout of a king is among them. God has brought them out of Egypt. They have the strength of a wild ox. There's no divination against Jacob, no evil omens against Israel. It will now be said of Jacob and of Israel, see what God has done. The people rise like a lioness. They rouse themselves like a lion that does not rest until it devours its prey and drinks the blood of its victims. And so Balaam, although summoned to curse, was unable to do anything but speak what words the Lord gave him. And of course, the Lord's words for Israel were in agreement with the plans that God had for Israel and uh, in many cases, plans he had previously expressed. So this um, Balaam prophet that he was pronounced genuine words of God from the mouth of Yahweh, uh, much to King Balaam's chagrin. And so we leave that chapter at this point. But Lord, we just want to pray and we acknowledge no man can curse what you've blessed. No man can bless what you've cursed. We ask, Lord, that you would bless us today, that no devil and no man would be able to counteract the blessings of Almighty God that rest on us. Help us live in such a way that we invoke your blessings every day of our lives. We pray these things now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.